I'm Andrea. And I'm Brandy. And we're Sarcastic in Suburbia. Discussing life's everyday annoyances with laughter and sarcasm. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. How are you? Hanging in there. I no, know. I'm good. I'm I, good. I am. T- you know what? I'm. I'm pretty good. There. Are, I have my moments still, but I'm pretty good. I hate to say that I'm like getting used to it, but I think I am. And also, I can be around my family now for the last couple of weeks, and that makes me feel a little bit of normalcy. Yeah, I'm. I'm just glad school's over. I mean, it's kind of a. It's it's a bummer because it's there was no end of school excitement, which I kind of miss. I'm just glad it's done. I don't think, I need to be better about during the summer making my kids do stuff, but I'm just not good. Oh, well. well, it just started. I mean, ease up on yourself. We're not even a full week of summer yet, so this is not the time. I feel like, you know, first, second week of June, you know, start to get on a, a routine. But end of May, to me, that's a free-for-all. That's all that means. Yeah, my kids need some structure. I can see, I can definitely see that. I feel like... Our oldest is, he's going to be a sophomore in high school. So it is what it is. I thought, honestly, I thought this summer he would get a job and, um, you know, start earning his own money and have things to do. But I'm not going to have him work because the places he would work, he would subject himself to a lot of people. So I don't, it's not worth it. Like I was thinking he would work at the grocery store or something like that. No, you're not working at the grocery store. So I feel like it's delayed that kind of stuff. Yeah, my uh, my kids need they need some kind of structure. They just need a little bit more structure because left alone to their own devices, they end up with a missing eyebrow. That's just <laughs> how stuff goes down in our house. <laughs> okay, which one has a missing eyebrow, and how did it happen? Uh, that would be my daughter. <laughs> wait, wait, did she do it to herself, or did one of the boys do it to her? No, she did it to herself. <laughs> I, w- I was doing something and I was looking for her and she was in her room and she came out of her room and she had like a blanket like up over her head and it crossed one of her eyes. And I'm like, what are you cold? What are you doing? And so I ripped the blanket off and like half of her right eyebrow was gone. And I'm like, what, what happened to your eyebrow? And I'm thinking she shaved it because that's kind of what it looks like. I mean, it's like, whoosh, like she's in a gang now. She shaved half her eyebrow off. <laughs> she started a gang. <laughs> what is she going to be in third grade? Or second. Second, gra- second grade neighborhood gang. <laughs> and I was like, did you shave that off? She was like, no, I cut it. And I'm like, how did you cut your eyebrow off? And she's not like bleeding. There's no cut, but it's like down to the skin. And she was like, well, I was trying to cut my hair. And I'm like, why are you trying to cut your hair? Like, we had just trimmed her hair up like a couple weeks ago. And so I don't know if she thought she was just going to trim it up or what she was doing. I think she was trying to do bangs. So I think she was, like, pulling them down across her face and then was going to, like, cut it. And then just, instead of cutting her hair, cut her eyebrow off. (laughs) Honestly, I feel like 
I feel like that was a saving grace. I would rather the eyebrow. I think would grow back faster than the hair. And and you can also, if it was really bad, you could also take her professionally to get a haircut and have it kind of swoop over. So I feel like she actually did a better thing than she was trying to do. Well, I was like, okay, where are the scissors? Where are the scissors that you used to do this? She was like, oh, it's these safety scissors. Safety scissors? Yes, you cut your eyebrow off with safety scissors. (laughs) (laughs) And where was she doing it? Like in the bathroom? Oh, no, in her room. <laughs> like in her vanity. <laughs> she's like, I can just see her too because she's just, she's just like that. She's just a little sneak. You know, she's yeah. so cute. And it's like, what possibly could this big eyed blonde girl ever do? And it just like gets you in a trance and you're like, oh my gosh, she's the sweetest. Meanwhile, cutting off one eyebrow. <laughs> Well, and we had just watched The Goonies, like, just last week. And so the boys are calling her one-eyebrowed Willie. Because <laughs> they have one-eyed Willie from The Goonies. And so now they call her one-eyed, one-eyebrowed Willie. Oh did she get mad or did she laugh? No, she thinks it's funny. And I'm like, oh, this is not funny. You're too old to be cutting your hair. That is so... F- so is this the first kid out of all three of yours that has cut their own hair? No, this is like the third time she's done it. <laughs> the other times, did she get actual hair? Yeah. She, yeah, she missed the eyebrow and got actual hair. <laughs> so out of all the three times that she's done it, what's the worst time? Like, did she do anything like really short where it was just like... No. No. All, all The other two times it's been like, she tried to cut her bang. Like, she tried to make bangs. Which she kind of successfully did. And then another time she just like pulled a piece from the back and just cut some of it off. <laughs> but none of that like where there's like teeny tiny little spikies. Okay. I've never done anything like that. Okay, good. I have definitely seen some kids who went right in the front and just cut it off. And that's when it grows out, it just sticks straight up. There is nothing you can do about it. Yeah, hopefully this is the last hair cutting eyebrow cutting situation oh my gosh that is that is really funny really really funny that she did that I'm sure she knew after you know you talked to her like hey don't cut your hair don't cut your eyebrow like please don't do that well right after she did it her and Bo were riding bikes around the neighborhood and she like pulls up and she's got her helmet on but she's got her hair like in front of her eye, so no one could see that she cut her eyebrow off. I was like, move your hair. You deserve for everyone to see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. That's so her. That's definitely something she would do. Well, Brandy, today is a big day. If you can believe it, we probably spent we probably spent a year talking about starting a podcast, the different things we'd want to do, what the different segments would be. We'd be in car loop and just like playing off of each other, all these different ideas we had. And then last year, May 2019, we were like, what do we have to lose? Like, let's just do it. We had one microphone. We sat in my kitchen and we just started hitting record. We didn't know what we were doing. And 52 weeks later, here we are. That's insane. 
It's insane. That does, it just, it, it went by so fast. It went by so fast. And I just remember the first few episodes being like, are we going to keep up with this? Like, it did we, are we out? Are we actually like asking people to listen to us when we're going to let them down here in a few weeks when it's just a phase that we went through and we realized we couldn't keep up with it? Like I remember having so many doubts about how in we each were at different times, but we have done it every single week. I know. It's insane. I, yeah. I, we have... We have our own families. We each have kids. We have practices and school and quarantine and coronavirus and all of the things. And still, like, even if it was last minute, we always made it work. I just cannot believe it's been a full year of the Sarcastic and Suburbia podcast. And I'm proud of us for being pretty religious about it and on time and having a schedule. I think a lot of times that, I mean, that can go on a wayside with a lot of podcasts. So I'm, that's the thing I'm most proud about is us being consistent. For sure. Consistency is a huge thing for me, obviously, because it's... Oh, me like, too. Across my vision board. Yes. And I completely agree with that. I tell you all the time. And it's like you can point out your own flaws, but my main one is that I go 80% And when I get close to the finish line, I just stop. It doesn't make any sense at all. And I think a piece of this, a piece of the podcast like continuing for me and always being on time is that I have someone to hold me accountable. Like I have someone who's waiting on me, who needs me. If it were just me, there would have definitely been a couple of times, especially during the holidays where I was like, "Eh, everybody else is taking a break. It's not that big of a deal. But you were like, I mean, we have things that we could talk about. I'm like, okay, yeah, we do. And there were times where I was just like, yeah, we don't need to take a break. We can do this. Or you went on vacation or whatever. We planned it out. That is so huge. I'm so proud of us that we have stuck to it every single week. If I would have stuck to an exercise and diet routine in this last 52 weeks, y'all, I'd be in a bikini right now while I was doing the podcast because I'd be so proud of myself. Yeah, if it was just me by myself on this podcast, I would have gone off the deep end and been talking about Bigfoot and aliens by myself in a closet. <laughs> and, like, I'd get, I'd get, like, two listeners, and both of those would be me listening to myself twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, you are so funny. And on the flip side, if I did it by myself, I would have displayed all of my emotions every single week and I would have unleashed them on everybody. I would have been boohoo crying every single week, like just digging deep in in my inner self and just letting everything go. And there's nothing wrong with digging deep. There's nothing wrong with emotions, but no one can hear you when you're crying the entire time. So it's like, no. So I feel like we have a really good balance There's just so many things that I love about the podcast and I was actually thinking about that. Like, can you think about maybe just a couple of maybe segments or guests or what moments, like what were your favorite parts so far? Uh, By far my favorite part, just many parts, but my favorite thing is to try to tell my stories 
and make you laugh. That's my favorite. Well, mission accomplished because I laugh so hard sometimes I cry. It is good for my ego to make to think I'm funny. You are funny. But that's the best part is that you're not trying to be funny. Like you're just saying these things and that's why it's so just now when you said you'd have two listeners and it would be you listening to yourself twice. That's hilarious to me. Uh, my favorite topic, though, that I think so far we've talked about, I really, really loved doing the 90s, like the two-part 90s thing. I don't think anybody else really liked it, but I don't care. I love 90s, and so anytime we do anything with the 90s, anything, any of the movies, the movie quizzes or the music stuff, I love doing that. How about you? I agree. I loved the 90s stuff because we both are 90s, you know, fanatics. I think I can tell you the moment that I have gone back to and re-listened to multiple times, especially if I'm in a bad mood, because it makes me laugh so hard that my stomach hurts. And it is the episode. I wish I would have looked up the exact title. But it's the episode where you first talk about David making you breakfast about the waffles. And you're like, (laughs) and the way you say it, because again, you're not trying to be funny. You're like, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I'll make you your favorite breakfast. And you're like, and I'm just thinking, please don't. (laughs) That moment, the way that you say that, I have listened to that segment. So many times because I think it is the most hilarious thing ever because you're so serious. You can tell how serious you are, but I can also envision it and it just makes me laugh so hard. So that's one of my favorite moments on the podcast. Um, Probably one for like the history books, however long this podcast lasts, is going to be having Zeke, Jillian, and Allie in my house on our podcast like speaking to us like we've listened to them on the radio for years and then there they were like they were so gracious so kind came in our house like I remember how nervous I was I'm like these are regular people and I just felt like I almost couldn't believe it like why would anyone want to talk to us like why 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 would they want to do that and then a year in Brandy and I'm like who wouldn't want to talk to us we're freaking amazing yeah that was really cool I I felt um out of my element for sure because they're I'm like these are professionals they know what they're doing they talk for a living and I'm like like tongue-tied I was like a mute that entire like interview because I just I I it was horrible (laughs) I mean it was great but I was horrible you were not but it was still fun but isn't it funny to think about if we were to do that interview right now where we are right now like we've gained confidence we've gained experience like we know how to work the mics and how to record I mean all these things I don't think people understand like I thought for sure if you want to start a podcast you just plug in a mic and you hit record and everything is fine like it's just super easy and we've learned that's not the case that's not how it works but I'm like if we did that that exact interview now how much more relaxed and just normal we would feel because we finally are in a groove of like, we know what we're good at. We know that what we can do. We don't want to try to be like anybody else. Like that's not the point. There's so many podcasts. We're not trying to be like anybody else. 
Yeah, it, it makes me excited for other interviews that we will do. In I the know. Future. Yes, and we started making a list, and then truly. Time is a thing, getting people's schedules down. And then by the time we finally started getting that together, you know, the pandemic hit. So it's like nobody's going to come on. And I would much rather have somebody in person because the sound quality is better. Everything's better about them being in person, although it is very possible to do it virtually. And honestly, we probably will have to do that. But I agree. I'm excited for for future interviews for sure. Um, I'm just trying to think of other things. Oh, I'm excited that all of our kids made their debut and our husbands in the past year. That was really fun. The episode where the kids were interviewed is so cute. Like even years down the line, playing that for them, it is their voices are not going to sound the same. Like it's just so sweet. Yeah, that was neat. Uh, My kids were not impressed at all, though to be on the podcast. Like my oldest was kind of thought it was cool. And then the other two were like, can we leave now? Are you done? I don't want to answer questions. That's so funny. My uh, teenager, not so much. My daughter, for her, it was like a taste of the limelight. Like you could tell she was just like, this is who I'm going to be when I'm older. Like my name is going to be in the lights and everything's going to be wonderful. She loved every single moment of that. Yeah, I think my oldest and your youngest are similar kind of personalities where they they really like attention. Oh, for sure. She loves it. Anything she can do, she's just like, I love it. Look at me. Look at the things I'm good at. Like she she has zero confidence issues. Like she's 100% like I, if I can do something or if I'm good at it, I don't mind telling people. And I'm more like someone's like, oh, yeah, tell them about this. Even about the podcast, probably the first few months. Oh, yeah, my wife started a podcast and I would just be like, oh, yeah, like with a friend. It's not that big of a deal. Like, okay, how are you? And I would try to change the subject because it made me feel so uncomfortable. Well, it's just like David telling these like doctors, hey, my wife has a podcast. Tell me about your podcast. And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> or he'd be like, tell them about your side hustle. Tell them that you sell stuff on eBay. I'm like, why would I tell like these super successful doctors like hey I have a little podcast hey I sell stuff on eBay I think it's so funny that your husband's like that though I think it's funny that he's like oh yeah my wife like tell him what you do and you're just like no I don't want the attention I'm not impressed by this but again I said it before like he's like a super fan like our husbands are super fans they were the first people every single week to listen to the episode and they don't do it anymore and I think it's because it's just out of habit they're used to listening to it and just moving on with their lives but they would just like really like rev us up the first I would say 10 12 weeks and they would listen to it and say oh my gosh this part was really funny I liked when you guys did this and I was just like okay like they're trying to they're trying to help us. They don't try to critique us as far as you shouldn't do this or whatever, but I feel like they were really like the driving force of us finding our voices and feeling confident in the people that we were because there were so many times where I was like, should I have said that? Should I not have said that? Should I have held back more on that? Was I a little bit too honest? Like there was just a lot. And then I don't know, probably the interview with all of the, um, you know, the radio personalities, probably that was like, okay, if I can do that, I can do anything. And I started to get a little bit more confident after that. Yeah, I don't think we would be doing this if it wasn't for our husbands pushing us to do it. And then like keeping up with like telling us we're great. 
Yes, I know. Even though I'm sure some episodes are like, this is not anything I would normally listen. I, mean, I would never listen to two women talk about this. But they did. Like, they were 100% in the entire time. Like, you guys, you stop talking about it and just do it. They kept telling us that for weeks. They were so sick of it. And here we are, one year later, and I'm just, I'm proud. I just wanted to take that second to obviously, you know, say thank you to you. It's been an amazing experience. And also to all of our listeners, I know that the listeners that we have weekly have been like loyal day one people. And that means so much to us. This is not people who just like jumped on the bandwagon. Like they've been in it. Like when I posted, when I posted the same episode twice, two different times because of course technology sometimes they're like first thing in the morning six o'clock hey I don't know if you know this but last week's episode is actually up for this week I just wanted to let you know they noticed because they listened to last week's episode so they knew it was a rerun you know what I mean like they knew it was the wrong thing and that just means a lot because they're in it and they love to listen to it and that just means so much to us and there is a lot of things to listen to So I appreciate people taking the time to listen to our podcast because you could be listening to all kinds of stuff. For sure. And there are so many podcasts out there. And we've listened to, we've, I've dabbled in so many. Sometimes it's like a one-off. Sometimes it's I've listened to three and then I really didn't like the rest of them or I just lost interest or whatever. So um, we do understand that everybody's busy. We understand that you have other things you could do with your time. And so the fact that you give us 35 minutes a week, we'll take it. And I do know that there are other people out there that don't listen, don't know anything about our podcast, but I know that they would love it. We got to get those people on the bandwagon. For sure. We got to share share the woman camaraderie. Woo-woo. Yes. <laughs> <don't know>. <laughs> Woo-woo. Agreed. It's, again, it's not a lot of time. Like some of these podcasts, I don't know if you guys are normal podcast listeners. There are podcasts I listen to that are an hour and 40 minutes every single day, Monday through Friday. And I am a loyal listener. I do not miss a day because if I love something, that's just, that's what I do. I listen to it in the car. I listen to it on my walk. I listen to it when I'm doing laundry. Like that's just what I do. You just get in a habit of that. We want to be your guys' habit. We want you guys to be doing laundry and laughing out loud because doing laundry stinks. Like everything about it is not good. But if you have something to laugh at, it goes by so much faster. So you might as well take us along for the ride. Yeah, there's podcasts I listen to that are three and a half hours long. So just be thankful that you don't have to listen to us for that long because that that might be a little much. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? People would be like, what else could they possibly have done this week? This is a lot. We would literally be just podcasting about folding laundry and dishes and there's our lives are not that interesting. For sure. I will say one thing that I'm very um, proud of us for because it could have gone very differently. We had one episode where it was kind of, uh, I think we called it Complain Palooza, where it was just us complaining. We just like really had had it that week and just kind of let it all out. Other than small things in between like, oh, this stinks, this, it was not like a negative, bring you down, let me tell you all of my problems and how come my life is worse than yours. No, because it's very easy to do that, especially being a mom and a wife. You're just like, why? Why do these kids not listen? Why do they do this? Why do they do that? And we really didn't do that. We tried to keep it light, fun, realistic. 
Like, realistic is sometimes your kid cuts their eyebrow off. Like, that's realistic. You know, sometimes sometimes your kid helps you with the slang words because you don't know that you're not supposed to say lit if you're over the age of 30. Didn't know, but now I know. So I don't call anything or anyone lit. I don't dab. I thought that was cool. That's very, very out. So, you know, we've learned a lot along the way. We did. We're still learning. And we're thankful for everyone who's come along for the ride. 100%. And we're still in it. Like, just because we hit a year, 52 weeks, we're not giving up now. Like, we are still going to be here every single week. We just had, like, we could not, not mark the occasion. Like, one year, you guys have been on the train. We love it. We love doing it. We love that you listen to it. We love that you tell your friends. Even Brandy was looking just today at all the different states people listen in. We don't know people from a lot of these states at all, but they're listening. So hi, like what are some of the states that you saw? Oh, I didn't even look at specific states because there were so many. There were so many states. It's like if you don't live in Kansas or Missouri, we probably don't know you personally so hi thank you for listening this is amazing like we're just two moms two women sitting in Shawnee Kansas and giving you our thoughts like that it's crazy that anybody would even be interested in it truly our thoughts whether you want them or not exactly so anyways we had to take a few minutes and kind of go down memory lane. So thank you guys so much for that and for continuing to be loyal listeners to the podcast. We love you. Okay, so we sometimes we talk about what are we watching or what are we listening to. Um, this week I have some recommended spending. So I feel like I go in like a spending spree. Like I won't buy anything other than groceries for a couple of months and then I'll buy a whole bunch of stuff in a row and then I'll go another long stretch without buying anything. So um, there are several people on Instagram that I follow that have been talking about uh, products from Trader Joe's that I'm like, that sounds interesting or that looks good. I'd like to try that. We just don't shop at Trader Joe's because it's not close to us. But I got enough products from Trader Joe's that people have recommended that I sent my husband there, which is a whole nother story. Um, Him shopping is funny to begin with because he knows he's never shopped. He's never grocery shopped until quarantine. Um, And then two, shopping at Trader Joe's. I've never even been to Trader Joe's. We went to Trader Joe's once in Nebraska on vacation. So that was a whole nother thing. But there's this lady I follow on Instagram um, called Trader's Joe's List. And she just like always does like her shopping um, hauls with her new products and she tries different things. Well, one day she popped on Instagram and she was showing everybody this facial brush that she uses, like a scrubber brush thing. I think it's like an exfoliator, but it's like on the end of a, a, it's like an electronic. Yeah. It's like an electric brush. Yes. But for your your face, face. I forgot what those things are called. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't know that I've, I mean, I've seen the commercials with some of them, but she was using it. She was telling just about it and stuff. And I just, it just kind of hit me like, I should probably be doing that. 
I don't use any fancy anything on my face. I have to try really hard to remind myself to put sunblock on. I don't have fancy makeup. And so I was like, well, if I get that, I can at least exfoliate my skin and scrub bad stuff off of it, I guess. I don't know. And <laughs> whatever. This thing was 62% off, which is why I bought it. Because I'm cheap. I was going to say frugal, but I'm ch cheap. And it's, I think you pronounce it Tao. T-A-O. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and it's a face brush. But it's like this little, like, oh, I should have brought it in here, but. Yeah, I was trying to find um, an image of it because it's a, yeah, they call it a, a, a facial cleanser brush. And there's like a Clairsonic is one. Like I've yeah. seen different kind of brands. What I use is the Foreo. It's, um, it's the, basically the same, the same thing. But I got it in a FabFitFun box, and it really does make your face feel so much better. Let me hold it up to the – this is, like, what I have. Okay. Can you see and it? This one – uh-huh, yep. This one has, like, a – it looks like a gigantic electric toothbrush head. And it's, like, all over your head. And what was cool about it is that the little docking station that it goes in has a UV light. And so every time you use it, you rinse it out, and you set it back down there, and it dries it and cleans the brush with UV light every single time. Ooh, nice. Yeah. And my husband has taken up using it, which is real funny um, because, yeah, he's he's probably actually better about putting stuff on his face. He at least puts, like, lotion on and beard stuff. Well, that makes me jealous because I feel like I have fought for years for my husband to use anything on his face like even face wash he's like I can just use body wash in the shower I'm like no they make face wash for a reason it's for your face um sunblock he does not believe in sunblock so even even once they started like making it in like a spray can versus you having to have a lotion because he's like I don't like the way it feels greasy I just don't like it so, um, not good with sunblock, doesn't use a moisturizer. And I'm like, come on, like you have to take care of your skin. And he's just like, I don't care. Like, I just, I don't care. And yes, he wears hats, but in the sun, he wants to be tan. So he doesn't wear a hat in the sun because he wants his face to be tan. Okay, no. I We've known multiple people who have had skin cancer from the sun. Like, come on, you're going to have to take care of yourself. I feel like I put on all the things on my face because I'm so worried about things like that. Not even just looks wise. I do not want to go in and get pieces of my skin removed because they're cancerous. That's not what I want to do with my life. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm always on my husband putting sun, some block on because he is white. Oh my gosh. He is, oh, Jackson looks like his kid because he, <laughs> they are like the same fluorescent white. I've... I just don't understand how people can be so white. But I tell my son all the time, like, my gosh, you're like, you and Casper are the same color. Any other buys that you, you would recommend at this point? Well, I took advantage of some of the Memorial Day sales for kids' clothes. Just nice swimsuits and some summer stuff. That's about it. 
My most recent purchase, I don't know if I mentioned it last time. I think I had just gotten it, but I don't know if I had used it, was um, a pet shampooer. Did I mention that last time? I don't think so. I got a, a shampooer because my cat that I love so wonderfully, I don't understand him, but he just decided to pee outside of my daughter's room. And cat pee is the hardest smell in the world to try to get out. Like, I think I would have better luck getting out skunk spray. Like, seriously, it's so hard to remove the smell. And so I have doused it in all the things. I have done everything that you can possibly think of. And right when it was really starting to go away, he did it in a spot about two feet away from the first spot. And so now there's just like this area and I can't lift up the carpet because it's in the middle of a long string of carpet. It's not on the edge. Of course it's not. Um, so I bought a pet, pet shampooer. It's a um, it's a Hoover pet shampooer that my friend recommended from Amazon. It's awesome. It really is. But it didn't take out all of the cat pee smell. So for us as humans, when you walk by, you cannot smell it at all. The problem is a cat is down on the ground and if they can smell it they'll continue to mark so um I'm not sure what we're doing about that my husband would like to get rid of the cat uh I'm unwilling to do that so we'll see but at this point I think we might be forced oh it's in the hallway I think we might be forced to take up the carpet and the padding and uh he doesn't know this because I haven't even discussed it with him and maybe lay like hardwood floor there because I'm not replacing that carpet. I wouldn't want carpet in the hallway anyway. Um, but yeah, that wasn't on the list of things to get done. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. So that's a, I probably have used that thing five times already. And it, seriously, it's amazing. But smell's still not gone. But I would still recommend it because it does a good job. It's just not cat pee great. Yeah, we are in the, um, market for a new carpet shampooer also because ours bit the dust that's on the list uh i want to buy a super automatic coffee maker because our coffee maker bit the dust several months several months ago and so we've just been using like a tea kettle and a french press which is fine but i i like coffee mm-hmm. i like one really good cup of coffee a day and so we're looking there's just too much stuff to buy Oh, I agree. Too much stuff and not enough money. I agree. The last thing I just bought, it's so funny. I bought a sweatshirt. It's a crew neck sweatshirt and um, printed on the the front of it. It says, uh, (laughs) my neck, my back, my anxiety attack. (laughs) Because I thought it was hilarious. That's funny. I, I thought it was really funny. My dad's, I was like, dad, look what I just bought myself. He said, you are so weird. I was like, I don't care. Like, I think it's hilarious. I got such a, when I was just scrolling, I got such a kick out of it. I was like, I have to have it. Sorry. I like it. Okay. So I bought a set of silicone ring, like wedding rings. So I can wear them working out. And now I just wear it all the time because I, I like it. Um, and I just, it's not in yet, but I purchased a new um, fitness watch. Nice. What kind did you go with? Um, it's a Garmin uh, venue, maybe. 
I think it's what it's called. Uh, I had a Garmin before and it lasted, oh gosh, five years probably. And the sensors on the back are going out. And so it doesn't um, record my heart rate anymore, which is the whole, in my mind, the whole purpose of having a fitness watch that tracks heart rate. So the heart rate monitor works. And so, um, yeah, getting a new one of those. I'm excited. Out of curiosity, did you contact Garmin about it? No, I'm, it's, it's either five or six years old and those, they didn't have very many at the time that I bought it. They did not have very many heart rate monitors built into the watch. It, it was all, um, the chest strap ones. And so the reviews on the watch that I got that I've had for six years weren't the greatest, like the heart rate monitor is just not that great. And then it got just from normal wear scratched the back of it got really scratched and so it was just one of those things where it's like do I want to spend the money to send it in to get it fixed or do I just but that's the beauty so my dad had a gar no was it my dad or my sister I think it was my dad had a Garmin they have the best customer service ever he had a Garmin it stopped doing what was it I don't know if it was counting the steps or the heart rate, whatever it was. And someone told him to contact Garmin because they're so good about those things. So anyway, um, they're located down the street. They're not far. They're in a, a city uh, right next to us. And um, they didn't have the one he had anymore. So they gave him a an upgraded brand new version for completely zero cost at all. And multiple people told me that, that if your Garmin goes or stops working, even pieces of it, that they will um, replace it if they have something similar or if not, at least be able to give you um, like a percentage off or an amount off on a new one. So it might be worth just calling them and telling them. Yeah, do you have to have like all the paperwork and stuff the warranty and the box nope. and the he nope he literally had the watch itself and was like it's just not oh I remember what it was this it was one of those older ones so it wasn't a whole watch face it was like a, a just it looked like a band and the um screen at the top that shows you everything it's it was like going out so he couldn't see everything so if he plugged it in on his phone he could see his steps and things like that but he couldn't actually physically see it by looking down at it and they just gave him, I can't remember what he had, but they gave him the second generation because that was the newer one and no questions asked. They did not ask for his receipt. They didn't ask for anything. It was the watch itself. He took it in and again, it was in Lenexa. So it's right down the street and um, completely replaced it for free. And he told me, he's like, I will never not get a Garmin. Like that was the best customer service. They did not haggle me. They didn't ask me if I dropped it, if I broke it, nothing. They just replaced it. Huh. Well, I might have to look into that. Look at you buying stuff, though, Brandy. I'm proud of I you. Woohoo! That is so unlike you. you I know, know I don't buy stuff. It just takes the pandemic to close down the thrift store to get Brandy to buy herself something. I know. I think that's the whole, like, in normal circumstances, I'm going and shopping once or twice a week for, like, clothes and stuff. And so I just don't buy myself anything because I don't have that shopping itch. I get it. Unlike me. Well, and I don't go shopping a lot, but I do, I mean, 
all the quarantine has done is made me order stuff from Amazon. I mean, so much so that my husband asked me last week when there was no deliveries on a specific day, he asked me if I thought our Amazon driver missed us. Like, that's sad. That's very, very sad. There's always something to be purchased from Amazon. I agree. That wraps up another episode of Sarcastic in Suburbia. We love hearing about how much you all are enjoying each episode. Because of that, we highly encourage you to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. The more reviews, the more likely other sarcastic listeners like yourselves will be able to find us. Are you following us online yet? You can find us on Instagram at Sarcastic in Suburbia Pod and on Facebook at Sarcastic in Suburbia Podcast. Use the hashtag share the sarcasm when posting about the podcast so other listeners can find your posts. Is there a specific topic you want us to cover? We want to hear from you. Contact us on our social media pages or feel free to send us an email at sarcasticinsuburbia at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and continuing to hashtag share the sarcasm with friends. Remember that on Wednesdays we wear pink. And listen to Sarcastic and Suburbia. Bye. See ya.